welcome to episode 235 of the Waters Waveland podcast. I'm your host, Weishan, and as usual, I've got Tony with me here today. Hey, T, how's it going? It's going well this week. Uh, apparently, next week, I have to, you're, you'll be away on vacation. Yes. Um, so I have to run this thing. So uh, I don't know. Uh, anything you care to, what, what you got going on next week? I have plans. I have plans. Uh, but, you know, I would like to keep them private. Um, mm-hmm. Which brings us to our topic this week. <laughs> Transition. <laughs> I'll give everyone, I'll let everybody know that actually you you helped set this up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this is something that happened about a month ago, but it's something that I think uh, we should talk about is the Facebook and Apple privacy feud. So for many of you, if you uh, if you don't know, maybe you are not a iOS user. Um, basically, Apple is going to be issuing, not issuing, sorry. They're going to be updating their iOS and letting the user decide um, whether they they uh, allow uh, apps to track them. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the change which Apple calls app tracking transparency, uh, it may seem small. It's actually in all the all the um, notifications that we get. You know, when you download an app, the terms and conditions that you just have to, you know, you scroll all the way down, you click yep. agree and go on to the next thing. I mean, who reads that really? Who no actually goes? Well, through they intentionally those pages? they intentionally make it impossible to read. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing the thing is now, Apple is actually going to have like a I, if as far as I understand it. I mean, I'm I'm not an Apple user myself, um, not for an iPhone anyway. But as far as I understand it, it's going to come up as a pop up saying, "Do you want this app to track you?" Something mm-hmm. like that. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk about like uh, uh, our um, our view on privacy and how much how much we are willing to share uh, in terms of you know that would possibly lead to convenience. Uh, you know, in maybe in targeted ads or something, but, but even wait, even this is just as important is so yes, from our just from an everyday life, but this mm. is this does have repercussions for as a remote workforce as a workforce starts work more remotely, there are going to be privacy issues um, that are going to come up. So it's not just about, oh, okay, I have my iPhone. This, this doesn't affect my everyday life or anything like that. It absolutely will. These are issues that will start coming to the forefront. And, and as I understand it, Facebook, they're all pissed off because they want to have targeted ads that Facebook is a horrific company. They (laughs) are, I don't use Facebook anymore. The only reason, like Weishai and I were having a conversation and I go, the only reason why I have Facebook anymore is just so I can have Messenger simply so that, because Weishai and I interact through Messenger when we're just chatting with each other. Teams, we is we use Microsoft Teams to record the podcast, but everything else we use Messenger. And then she's like, well, we, we can use something else. And then he's like, we can use WhatsApp. But it's like, well, Facebook also owns that too. <laughs> All Facebook right, Instagram. Owns- Facebook owns Instagram. You start to realize just how deep those tentacles run. And they, Facebook doesn't care about your privacy. I'm, Apple has, they're a bad, they're, they're, listen, you look at what's going on in China, you look at their use of slave labor with the Uyghurs, stuff like that, to build these phones, stuff, and 
there's a lot of shady things that iPhone is involved, that Apple's involved. I mean, in. I mean, China would argue against that, but let's leave that discussion for another day. Fair enough. Sorry, that this is an American saying that, you know, whatever. That's uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I would say is this: is that Facebook is all about collecting your personal data so they can sell you ads for things that you absolutely do not need but you think you might want to need that is their whole business model as they say if you aren't paying for it then you are the well, if you, you aren't you, paying for it then you're you the product, the product. Yeah. you're the product yeah so this is the problem so but it's all the same though. Okay. So that let's say for Instagram, take Instagram for example. Obviously, they were they they are a company that has been bought by uh, Facebook, right? Um, but they were built before that, before mm -hmm. you know, before Facebook owned them, they were their own company. Yes. In terms of the ads that you see, the so-called targeted ads, do they apply to you? <sighs> they do a good job. They, they I actually do a very good job. There was a time where I would actually buy stuff on Instagram, specifically Instagram. I've, I've never bought anything on Facebook, but again, I just don't use Facebook anymore. Um, Instagram, I've legitimately bought clothes and I'm sure even just some products. But honestly, it took so long for them to deliver it to me that I was like, wait a second, I can just go to Amazon and get this literally the next day. So why am I doing this? I haven't done it in a long time, but here's the other thing about Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, when you scroll down through images, it'll say you've seen all the. It, it tries to help you. It tries That's to say nothing new to see. Yeah. Nothing new to see here. Just get on with your life. Stop. Damn it! Sorry. Get on with your life. You know. <laughs> eh, whatever. We have a grown-up population. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Facebook fought them hard on this. I, I'm pretty sure they still keep this because I still hit that, you know, every now and again, like you've reached a, just you've reached everything that you need to see. So Instagram was a company that was bought, but did have an ethos of some sort of not even privacy, but at least they cared about the consumer. Inter they, ca they cared about the consumer interaction. Facebook mm -hmm. doesn't care about that. It's a horrible company and everyone. But again, I haven't deleted my Facebook because I have these photos on there and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I, I have seen that, uh, that, that, that post on Instagram, not, not post, but when I've, you know, when you reach cut. like, yeah, the, the cutoff, I have seen it like maybe once or twice, but I do realize also that I have been like, when I'm on Instagram now, I just tend to, it's either you look at stories or you look at posts, right? Mm -hmm. So, I have been senselessly, senselessly, senselessly. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Scrolling. Senselessly is not the right word. It would be mindlessly, I think, is just, you know, senselessly is just like, you know, I'm going crazy and stuff like that. Mindlessly is just like, I'm just not paying any mindfulness to this. No, maybe, maybe. Um, okay, fine. Mindlessly Your senses scrolling. are working during this whole time mindless your mind is shut off as you're scrolling through <laughs> okay okay fair, fair enough so i i and i realized let's say i'm taking a five minute break or i just want some time off and then i open instagram and i start scrolling next minute i know it's like 20 minutes 
as up <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's taken 20 minutes of my life so i uh i mean just for myself and my sanity i actually put a, a at first i put a 30 minute time cap on on the app so like it will automatically shut when uh before the day you know once i hit that 30 minute and i realized that <laughs> you need a little bit more. You need, need a, little, a little bit more. That fix. You need a little <laughs> bit more of that fix. Absolutely. So I changed <laughs> it to 45 minutes. And now sometimes I don't even hit that 45 minutes, which is uh, I'm proud spot. of myself, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. You get paid for an eight hour work day, right? You mm. now have to keep your. Now, I'm not saying that you're working during the. I'm not saying that you're scrolling during work day. I am sure that you are <laughs> staying on that. But you have eight hours of work in theory. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, you have to fight yourself to just do an hour of Instagram. Now, are you also on Twitter? Are you also on Facebook or um, TikTok or uh, Snapchat or I don't know, any of these other things? Just texting with people. These are the questions you have there. But let to bring it back to Facebook, Apple, and the fight over what data are you supposed to be giving up in order to have this free service? Yeah. I think one of the, the main interesting things is, and this is going to bleed over into uh into trading technology into just our not our lives our listeners lives so hamad ali a reporter uh put up a story about surveillance technology and facial recognition so obviously facial um recording and surveilling video is massively unstructured yes i can say something but at the same time i can hold up something in my hand that says i can say to wei shen wei shen we will never sell Tesla ever. We are 100% about Tesla, but at the same time, I'm holding up a paper that says sell Tesla, or I'm giving some sort of indicator with a marker or something like that, right? I think that there is a real conversation that people are going to have to start having with themselves. They want to work remotely now. Working remotely, at least part of the, you know, you don't want to be in office nine to five, Monday through Friday, and nine to five on Wall Street. That's you know, that's back off. You know, that's not back off because back off section. That's those are sweetheart hours. You know, <laughs> Wall Street hours are 7 a.m. till, you know, 6, 7 p.m. often, you know, right? If not longer. Yeah. People don't want that anymore. They want to work with a little bit more freedom, work remotely. How do you make sure that you have compliance? So at some point, there's going to be a conversation about how much freedom are you willing to give up to work remotely because if you want to work remotely that means that they have to put certain kinds of additional surveillance technologies onto your computer that your your work computer your your work phone yeah there's and then even personal stuff i don't know i you know these are the questions that you're going to have to start to ask yourself of i want to have freedom to work remotely but this is this is where people just they, they don't understand that there's there's a trade off. Nothing is free, as we just said. If you're if it's coming to you for free, you're the product. If you want to work remotely, great. Maybe your company can do that. But you're going to have to give up some 
privacy because things in your house are going to have to be monitored more in order to comply with regulatory needs. And not just that, but you're going to have to be at kind of the beck and call of, you know, before when, you know, we've talked about this a little bit before, but, you know, now all of a sudden now your work hours aren't nine to five. They're, you're working from home. Well, your home is now work. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, but I guess also, I mean, I mean, for us, it didn't really, I mean, yeah. It, when we say us, we mean listeners in the, the banks, the asset managers. The traders. Don't give, don't give a Yeah. Call. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, thanks for not swearing there. But um, so let's say a trader, right? Um, uh, usually, sometimes, uh, actually, not maybe not a trader, but okay, let's just uh, theoretically say they have a work phone and obviously they have a personal phone. They have yeah, their personal uh, uh, laptops and then they have their work laptops and work desktops now. I mean, that companies would have definitely sent to them at least last year. And, you know, typically on a trading floor, sometimes, uh, if, if not all the time, their phones would have to be le left in their desk, like in a drawer, locked up, mm -hmm. so that There's when they're rules, trading, yeah, yeah uh, that you're, you're not exposed to, or you can't look at messages, you can't look at your phone while you're trading um, for these compliance reasons. So now that, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of traders had to, you know, work from home and work remotely, uh, these tools had to be surveilled, right? So that meant like another application maybe that's running in the background while we have this video chat or while we have this phone call. Um, are those requirements also put up, uh, put onto their personal devices? And, you know, in terms of, let's it's, say... It's, hmm? it's impossible. It's it's impossible. So, so this is, I could just this very is easily get another one, right? I mean, if, if let's say Edwin's sitting next to you, you say, Edwin, let me see your phone, and now you're all of a sudden using his phone again. These are things that could always happen. Yeah. But when you were working traditionally in an office, you could stem the tide of that. Now, if a truly, if we are going to go with a hybrid again, because I don't think it's going to be fully remote. It's not like everybody's working remotely. But there's going to be a hybrid model that develops. The regulators have no idea what to do with this right now. They they truly don't. And quite frankly, it's like steroid users. Steroid users are always science is always going to be ahead of you know the the the, the science of creating new um, human growth hormones, creating new new kind of steroids will always be ahead of the tracking devices that they the tracking whatever you have uh tests that they have for it right mm. you're always playing catch up to the cheaters the cheaters will always have an advantage so again again let's do a hypothetical here you and Ed, so edwin and me and alice so i say to alice alice text edwin tell uh shen that if i want to sell something i'm just going to basically go like and I'm going to wave my pen around or something like that. You know, this is unfortunately an audio medium, so I can't really show you. But <laughs> I do something with the pen in my hand or I, sh I shift the, the pen from my right hand to my left hand. That means sell, even if I'm saying buy. It is impossible. It is truly impossible 
for video surveillance to mm. keep up with that kind of unstructured data, it doesn't exist. Okay. So the I would also of, imagine I would also imagine mm -hmm. that you know once you do the amount of false positives that might oh my might God. arise from that. I mean it could yeah. it could just be who's keeping uh, track of this? <laughs> who's keeping track of all these of all these video calls? I just switched a goddamn pen from my hand to do one thing. I didn't do it. I was just I was just Oh Tony a pen. Tony's yeah. giving signals to Wish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm like I'm like waving my hands around like I'm frantic about something. It's like no, that's just how I'm talking. You know, that's the Italian in me. I, even though I like to say I'm Armenian, you know, it, it still have me as Italian. You know, so I just wave my hands around frantically. Um, no, these these are the things. Technology is just not compatible. So there's going to be an overreaction, as I see it, where they're going to put more and more surveillance type devices on your work from home tools that you have. Mm. They've been dealing we've been dealing with this for a long time with phones. Bring your own device, BYOD. This is this is how long I've been working in the industry for. Back when I first started, Blackberries were the everybody just had a Blackberry. Then all of a sudden people wanted iPhones and all the other kind of phones that exist. I've only had an iPhone, you know, because I'm special. Um <laughs> But Androids or whatever else. Um, so, but there was this thing called bring your own device, and that changed things. And it was a it was it was a problematic thing that required a lot of implementation, data uh, governance, all this kind of stuff. Mm. Same thing now as more and more people are actually trading and working remotely, doing their jobs on a hybrid basis remotely, or just fully remotely how much there has to be a trade-off you don't get to work remotely and make in many ways the same amount of money like these banks are going to allow people to work remotely but they ain't going to pay the same amount that they're paying somebody that lives in new york versus somebody that lives in salt lake city in dallas in nashville in raleigh in uh somewhere in florida it's there's and much less i don't know asia places you know <laughs> Okay, let, yeah, let's not get let's not go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. Um, but then that 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 comes down. I mean, that diverges away from like that the topic of privacy, right? And how much we want to, how much we are willing to give to give up. Uh, you know, when we when we work remotely, um, you know, how how willing are you to let your compliance team kind of maybe dig a little into your personal life? I mean, because as we have it now, as a lot of people went through last year and are still going through it now, um, work is home, home is work. Uh, there's, there's uh, the lines are blurred. Like I'm working at 9 p.m. at night. I'm working at 7 a.m. in the morning. I'm working at 12 I'm working noon, at whatever. 12:30 a.m. Yeah. Well, you pushed this call back, so it's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> but you get what I mean, right? So there's, uh, there's no cutoff time anymore. There's a it's, it's a blending between like your professional life and your personal life, and so like if you are you know a trader or someone that needs to be that needs to comply with these like surveillance tools, uh, su surveillance and compliance applications that run in the background that you know could could pick up on some of your personal privacy mm -hmm. settings, then sure. you know 
then you kind of have to deal with it. It's either you go into the office, I mean, once that is fully open, I mean, obviously at different countries at different stages, but once it's fully open, then it's left to your choice, right? Do I go to the office and uh, do my trading there? Or should I stay at home and trade? Like, what is the difference between each location? Let me bring up. Let me bring up one other idea to piggyback off of what you're saying there. App interoperability. How much do I love talking about that, writing about that? I love that topic. <laughs> Application is becoming more interoperable. The prime example of app interoperability is the iPhone. That was the first what made the iPhone so much it, it just blew everything else out of the water was app interoperability within this container, within this phone that, that I have on my browser here. And my mm -hmm. all these different apps can, you know, kind of talk to each other in a lot of different ways. Now they were the ones that set the trend and then that revolution kind of helped to push what we're seeing now just in a trading application space as we create more and more mobile devices and thus need more interoperability between applications because i'm not just going to have my bloomberg terminal you know I, I can't have a bloomberg terminal at home right bloomberg you can now have has bloomberg anywhere bloomberg anyway, exactly yeah. exactly but that wasn't the case just a few years ago right yeah yeah so as more and more things are now communicating and dealing with one another, does app interoperability create privacy concerns that we have never considered before? I really think that's that could be an interesting side effect that can kind of connect into like a GDPR-esque area of, you know, app interoperability, all communicating. I'm now working remotely, so I can't just have my heart installed. So we're all working remotely. We, we've all signed off on giving off some of our privacy, but now also because all these apps can talk to each other, who's ensuring the security of data and data portability and all these kind of things. I understand there's regulations there and I understand that everybody will say like, oh no, my my system would never ever give up your own personal data. That's what they always say until there's a headline in the Wall Street Journal or something like <laughs> that, that yes, there was a massive, massive abuse of power here. Um, even Bloomberg so, experienced that, right? When journalists, what was it? That's what led to basically symphony was many many years ago was bloomberg journalists were able to see is this person online are they at their desk or they, i can't remember the exact thing but they were actually spying on bloomberg terminal users <laughs> and then that caused bloomberg to have those shift but also it's what led to symphony or at least it was one of the talking points behind the launch of symphony mm. So, so, so you're also going into like uh, data permissioning, right? Mm -hmm. Between the, mm -hmm. between the apps. So even though the apps are interoperable with each other, and increasingly they will be more interoperable. So then, whose job is it to permission what data goes through what app? If the regulators don't specify, it's no one's job and it's it's like video surveillance unless the regulators go and specify then it's the wild wild west but and then once you be. put once you put app permissioning um 
what do you call that? Stops, I guess. Or uh, or you allow for app permissioning, or data permissioning. Sorry. Uh, then does does that not um, come as a challenge? Does that not hinder app interoperability? Because essentially, you want to have iPhone has created something that they try and present as being secure. Like if you remember the San Bernardino shooter in California over here, it's, it's a guy that went around, shot up a bunch of people. The FBI wanted to hack into his iPhone. They had his iPhone. He was dead, but they wanted to hack into his iPhone. And Tim Cook, and I completely agree with what he decided here, said, we're not going to give you uh, an end around to our security service, to our encryption system here. So you can hack into his phone. Now I think that they ended up doing that. They end up uh, again the secondary company. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. But who's responsible? No one is responsible until someone says you have to do this. So Facebook right now wants to keep. They want to keep on collecting as much data as they can so that they can keep on selling targeted ads. That's how they make the revenue. Yep. Apple is saying, and Apple doesn't need, Facebook needs iPhone because iPhone is just selling this phone as well as other services that Apple has. They don't need Facebook as much as Facebook needs to have, be able to sell targeted ads to iPhone users. Mm. There will come a day when trading platforms and the data that they produce and the interactions that people have on those things that that regulators are going to start to get involved that that there's going to be people that want to take an interest that have never taken an interest before i don't know what that's going to look like i'm not smart enough to know about that and until though a regular comes in and says you have to monitor these things or you can't allow this or that trust me they're, whoever collects data will use that data to their advantage. So, and you have to, so when you work remotely, understand if you're willing to give up your data, you're giving up some privacy. You don't yeah. know how much, unfortunately. And that's just, <laughs> but if you're using Facebook, if you're using Instagram, if you're using Twitter, if you're using all these things, honestly, you're already giving it up. So, yeah. is it, do you just kind of give up? I don't know. Honestly, I, I struggle with that one all the time. <laughs> As do I. I, I don't I, I actually don't know how to uh, I guess quantify my level of comfort uh, of giving up uh, my my privacy. I I do understand and I do like, you know, seeing let's say for on Instagram. Instagram has been great in terms of like what sponsored ads uh you know they they show me. Um like you, I don't I I am I'm not very active on Facebook. Uh, the last time I opened it was I don't know when. Um I use it for <laughs> talk to you on messenger as well literally we're both using it just so we can talk to each other and none of us literally i'm getting rid of, i'm getting rid of facebook tomorrow that's that's actually what i'm doing no 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 not yet you gotta get your photos off first remember? gotta get my photos off first that's true yeah so later on later on but that that's the, the end goal i guess that you'll get rid of facebook but anyway that's all to say that um yeah Everyone has different levels of, uh, you know, the, the comfort levels of how much privacy they want to give up. It just comes down to like what at what uh, 
what convenience does it provide to you? The trade-off between giving up your privacy versus getting convenience. And that, I guess, is for you to answer. That's that's for everyone to answer, indeed. Good luck with that, y'all. Yeah. Us journals, <laughs> we don't give a shit one way or the other. Ah, damn it, I curse right at the end. Who cares? <sighs> Just let it go. No one's listening anymore. <laughs> okay, and as Tony said, I will be on leave next week, and... Uh, not going to tell you what my plans are i'm just not going to be around so good luck to tony well i just might not put out an episode we'll see what happens we'll we'll go for, we'll we'll take it from there we'll figure it out yeah. <laughs> and i'll i'll see you all again when i'm back have a good week